The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. and We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Broadcasting from the heart of commie controlled America, the no bullshit bear of doom and gloom, opium free broadcast, the most important hour of your day. Welcome to the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. My name is Josh. That is Vince Tagliavia. This is the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. We're live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. This is where we bring you the unfolding global conspiracy of communism coming to America. The infiltration of our political, our social, our cultural, our economic systems. We are watching the Firestorm event in progress. And it is time to get ready because you know what? Justice is coming for all. What's up, Vince? Hey, dude. Pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me once again. Uh, just enjoying the day and uh, ready to dig into the truth. I'm addicted to the truth. This is my therapy here. Well, you know, I'm, I, I hope everybody can hear my audio way better than they typically can hear my audio. I got a new audio setup. I'm really excited about it. I got some really cool stuff on here. You know... Gundy, 
Gundy, I'm pretty sure he still listens to the show. He did a lot of audio work for us a while back. And one of the things that I, I wrote for him, I wanted him to do was this one. And um, if you guys get this, you'll laugh. It's good. I'm Big Mike Obama, and I approve this message. <laughs> I'm Big Mike Obama, and I approve this message. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. <laughs> it's one of my favorites, too. I absolutely love it. But oh, I, got, Gundy. I got all types what a great of stuff guy. Yeah, like... They're tuned to the frogs gay! Right? Like, I just love it. I don't know. I got, like, I got a whole bunch of buttons and stuff and stuff to play with over here. I'm going to add more stuff to it as we move forth, so. I have a couple audio clips I need to send you, dude. Yeah. Someone said they hear static. Do you guys hear static? Do you guys have static? Am I too loud? How about that? I don't hear static. I can hear faint static. Hmm. Bet you I know what it is. Now try. Yeah, shout out to Gundy. All right, do you guys still hear static? Let me know. I want to know. I had a fan running. Yeah, the, the, it was most likely the fan. Okay. Let me know if you still hear the fuzz. If you have, if you still hear the fuzz, we will try to change i think it's okay now no rose oh, said she still hears it it's so faint weird i don't know yeah. where it's coming from let me go in here but you know this is what we're doing we're, we're trying to figure out how to get all this uh figured out Figured out. Oh. Um, I want to click on that guy. There it is. All right. So let me see if. Uh, what about now? You sound too low yesterday and today. Turn your mic up. Okay, I can turn my mic up. That's not a problem. I'm just worried about the gain of the mic. That's what we're looking at right now. Yesterday I was on a different sound system, but uh, let me know if we got feedback. Uh, you clipped, but still, mic up, sorry. Oh, mic up. Yeah, my mic is turned up. You clipped it, but still. I clipped a lot of stuff. I did clip a few things. I'm, I'm listening to you and also you with the 15-second delay. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I did clip a few things. Like The one clip that we put, uh, we can't hear. What do you mean you can't hear me? One, two, three. I, I got full bars here. All right, guys, I, let's figure out this audio issue real quick. Just a running water sound. I definitely don't have any running water. Too low. Um, maybe refresh. I don't know. Hold on. Let me go into here. Let me, let me, let me see. Listen to myself. We put, uh, we can't hear. What do you mean you can't hear me? Okay. I'm listening to myself on Pilled, and it sounds fantastic. Everybody that is complaining or everybody that is bringing this about are on DLive. I haven't seen anyone out other than any other place. Okay, so refresh. I would recommend if you're on DLive, refresh. And uh, I will turn my mic up a little bit. There we go. But Josh seems low. Well, I turned my game down. That's why. All right. 
Let me test it on Pilt. Everybody's 5'5", five five, so we're good. Let's get on with the show. Uh, yeah, let's you know, go. It, yeah, guys, if, if there's a problem with the audio and uh, there's a little static, I don't under, Well, I got to figure out the static problem because I, I'm not going to continue. One, two, three. Is that static gone now? There is a setting, the P48 setting was on. That might have been. I don't static. hear it on Pilled. Okay. Yeah, no, I didn't hear the static on Rumble or Pilled. That's the thing. Anyways, well, we'll see if uh, any of these settings do anything. Um, no static okay. here. See, no static on Facebook, no static on Pilled, no static on Rumble. I, guys, I'm, I'm thinking it is just a DLive problem. So I apologize. Um, you can go watch it on the other channels or listen to it on the other channels. Uh, we've been good all day. This is my third show of the day. We've had no static. Um, the volume we haven't had problems with. Everything has been completely fine. So if you guys are on DLive and having these problems, just go to one of the other platforms, Rumble or something like that. But the show must go on. Low volume on Rumble. That's funny. I can listen to myself and it doesn't have low volume. On DLive and having these problems, just go to one of the other platforms. It's because I turned my game down. All right. Anyways, what's up, Vince? How you doing? Oh, I'm doing quite well. I feel like things are speeding up. Just yeah. one thing after another snowballing. Um, I, I have a feeling that we're, we're going to get some good news here in the future, just based solely on my gut, I'm hoping. And uh, yeah. if we don't, we're pretty screwed. So I think we have some uh, uh, critical moment coming up, the precipice, if you will, that we talk about. Well, I think, yeah, I think it's here. I think it's happening right now. And I think it's going to continue as we move forth. And uh, I was on DEF CON 5 talking about it earlier. I had, we had Scott McKay on, uh, Patriot Street Fighter, Jamie, me and James Grunvig. And uh, yeah, it, it's coming. Things are happening. And, uh, you know, today was an interesting day. It's like every day there is still news, right? Um, Twitter had an outage in U.S. and Europe, and you got to wonder why they had to shut down Twitter, most likely to get rid of all the bots that Elon is going to sue the countersue them for, right? Yeah, probably. That was an interesting, interesting thing that happened kind of on the kind of just happened. I don't think a lot of people really talked about it. No, I don't think anybody was really uh, saying anything about it. And then uh, this one, Alejandra Carabalo. Uh, Did we talk about this yesterday? I don't know. They should never is. know peace again. Harvard instructor in calls for people to accost justices in public. We did. We did. Okay. I believe so. Well, we talked about the one Berkeley professor who oh, made uh, some very, very startling remarks about women pregnancy. But this one was about the justices, and I just found it, you know, th this is what's happening. Is we have an infiltration of our social and cultural systems. And you have to understand, like, typically we don't look at this as a, a fundamental um, basis of our society, but it really is. It really does make a difference when you change culture slowly over time. Society begins 
to degrade. Society begins to default back to a nomadic norm of violence, of anger, of hatred. You, you add into that the fueling from the mainstream media. You add into that the, um, the, the nonprofits and the NGOs out there. The nonprofits and the NGOs out there that are also funding and fueling this. It, it, it gets horrific in the sense of what's going to happen next. Um, unfortunately, you know, the left is propagating this to a state of, of violence. And they're calling for violence over and over and over and over again. Let me see. Absolutely. Move and there's no. You know, I actually. This is gonna sound weird. I gotta pull this thing. There's there no repercussions either, which is the problem. We need to start seeing justice here with these uh, right insurrectiony calls for violence that are politically driven or politically aimed. Uh, agreed. And you know what? The other aspect of this is the financial part of it, right? Is this is going to get incredibly tumultuous really, really fast um, with the financial aspect of it. So we had the Twitter outage. Now the EU cuts growth forecast as war stoked inflation storage, uh, surges. So EU is coming out there. <laughs> is it that bad? I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Is it that bad? Like, I, I, I'm listening on all my channels. I don't hear anything. I'm listening here. I don't hear anything. So the only thing I can think of is Z Live. And then someone said it was on Rumble, too. I didn't hear it on Rumble. It, it sounds um, okay to me. Yeah, it sounds fine to me. Uh, EU cuts growth forecasts as war-stoked inflation surges. This comes about in the sense that when the euro reaches parity with the dollar and falls actually fell below today the value of the dollar which is something that's never happened before well at least in 40 years so that's not good bank of america fined 225 million dollars for botching u.s covid19 aid payments what's this about vince um i don't know all the details but i feel like if they botched this as bad as i suspect they did $25 million uh, fine, they're probably getting away with murder uh, in a sense. Well, mm -hmm. in a literal sense, I guess. Uh, I feel like it's a slap on the hand for all the, what is potentially criminal money laundering that's happened through all these yeah. banks and all these fraudulent uh, claims of people needing aid. Well, it says two U.S., Agencies find Bank of America a total of $225 million on charges that wrongfully froze unemployment and other public benefit programs at the height of the COVID-19 pandemic. Wow, that doesn't seem like it was planned or anything. The Consumer Financial Protection Bureau imposed a $100 million penalty on Bank of America for botching the disbursement of state unemployment programs during COVID-19. Bank of America automatically and unlawfully froze people's accounts with a faulty fraud detection program and then gave them little recourse when there was, in fact, no fraud. The Office of Comptroller of the Currency fined Bank of America $125 million for violations of law and unsafe, unsound practices in the bank's administration of public benefits programs. The agency also required the U.S. Bank to provide payments to those wrongfully deprived of payments. The consumer agency said Bank of America, during the pandemic, altered its practices for investigating debt card fraud, replacing a reasonable investigation with a fraud filter system that automatically triggered an account freeze. 
the bank further made it difficult for people to unfreeze the accounts. The banks failed the prepaid cardholders by denying them access to their mandated unemployment funds during the height of the pandemic, leaving these un- vulnerable customers without an effective way to remedy the situation. It sounds like a bank to me. Yeah. But, you know, and here's the thing is they made them pay these people. I wonder if they had to pay them uh, restitution, though. I, I wonder if they had a, you know, hey, look, you have to pay $300, $400 million to the uh, the federal government, but you have to pay a billion dollars. That That's the way it should be. Firstly, why, why does the federal government get to find these people in the name of the people and the people don't get anything? Yes, it's completely backwards. Like you'll have a, a victim of like uh, like the Bernie Madoff stuff, right? And the 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 federal government will find them two billion dollars, and the people will get nothing. And the people, the victims of the crime, get absolutely nothing. And yeah. so this is the ridiculousness of of our government. We were talking about this earlier on DefCon Five in the sense that, whoa, was that a flash flyby of Kevin? Yeah. I gotta get a meow button. Meow. <laughs> yeah, people would love I gotta that. Gotta get a meow button. Gotta get a meow button. He's been good lately. I could record some. There you go. But so, we were talking about it today. Is that one of the only solutions that we really see coming about is a constitutional convention, where the states come together in two thirds majority and remove the federal charter. That that's really the only solution that we have at this point is the states taking action, two-thirds majority coming together and saying, hey, we're disbanding from the federal government, from the union. We're going to form our own union, and it's going to be based upon the Constitution, and you guys can fuck off, right? Yeah, I think there's a potential for that to have its own risks, though, as well. But I think uh, it's definitely a good option. I think that there's still a curse. Curse? Curse. Uh... Did it work? <laughs> so uh, I think it has the potential to still be infiltrated and manipulated and controlled. So we have to be careful no matter what we do. Evil's not going, going to ever go away. So yeah, whatever we do, well, we have to be diligent. I, I agree. And, and now what we have is, uh, you know, the Convention of States, people found out today, and this is one thing that I had never supported, was that this is being run, uh, funded by George Soros. That's what I heard. Hmm. Hello. A lot of these things are being funded by George Soros. Why fund only one side of the war when you can fund both sides? If you look historically at the yeah. bankers, at the philanthropists during each and every major global cataclysm, they funded both sides and they fueled both sides. Yeah, that's part of their strategy. That's it. Another part of this is... Uh, Hyperinflation, which is getting out of control. Canada goes nuclear with supersized 1% interest rate hike. Will the Fed follow? What The Fed is meeting, what, next week? I'm sorry, uh, what? The Fed's meeting next week. Is it next week that the Fed is reading, uh, meeting the increase rates, or is it tomorrow? I don't think it's tomorrow. I think it's next week. It's the middle I'm of the week. I'm not sure. I have to check. I usually go on a week-by-week basis. Yeah. And then but Joe I'd Biden is... No, I I didn't either, but I know that I think they're going to do a one percent basis point, which is going to crash oh, the economy. It might, dude. Yeah, it will. Well, it's saw gonna... Canada, right? Yep. Oh, so Canada. they could well, follow. That's what we just said. We just, we just yeah, they could follow. That. Are the Sta- well. Saudis still our allies? Saudi Arabia considering joining major economic alliance as oil-rich country considers 
return to the gold standard. You can't make this stuff up. Look at that. Saudi Arabia's royal rulers appear to join a powerful economic alliance of nations as well as a return to the gold standard as the country moves further away from the historic ally, the United States, after being shunned and disrespected by the Biden regime. The Saudis are considering joining the BRICS, a coalition of countries considering, uh, consisting of Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, while divesting a Western global powers. And so this is what we've been talking about, right? Yeah, it's a little bit of a tug of war, if you will. The same time, I, I mentioned this yesterday before this article came out, but Joe Biden is going to Saudi Arabia to try to get OPEC and the Saudis to reduce oil prices to basically so their sanctions on Russia can actually work. So Russia has to lower their oil prices and can't make money off of it. How do you think that's going to turn out with this news coming out? I don't think it's going to work out. I don't think it's going to work out either. For Biden. And not only that, is Turkey and Egypt might also join BRICS. Now, this is interesting because Turkey is a NATO nation. Yep. But they're not getting treated very well mm -hmm. by their allies. So if there's more on the table for them in joining Russia, why wouldn't they? Right. Biden blunders in Israel to keep alive the truth in honor of the Holocaust. Biden's latest gaffe in Israel is the most offensive one yet, as he honors the Holocaust. Joe Biden managed to say the most offensive thing imaginable to the most unappreciated place on earth, Israel. Initially, Biden vows to honor the Holocaust, not the victims, mind you, but the genocide itself, as if the systematic murder of 6 million Jews and another 5 million other people is something honorable. Of course, this is a gaffe, and it's unlikely that Biden actually believes in honoring the genocide, However, it is still dreadful gap to make, and in Israel, of all places, while trying to talk about the memory of the victims. As well is, uh, look at Joe Biden here. Let's let's check him out. Let's let's check Joe Biden out here. Shake the hand on the right. Thank you, President. Okay, yeah, yeah. Not a shake a hand. It's uh, it's move my hand a point that way. What the fuck? What an embarrassment. Uh. And uh, yeah, his his uh, his gas. He has no excuse, man. Um, yeah. It's very sad. This is abuse. Well, it's uh, you know geriatric abuse. It's uh, it's elderly abuse, and it, it's abuse of the Constitution. It's abuse of the powers of the people, um, and and justice is coming. I I certainly do believe justice is coming. I think that there's something incredibly major in store for the globalists. Um, it was a really good show today for DEFCON 5 with James Grunvig and myself and Scott McKay. And, uh, I mean, we, we really hammered it home and said, look, it's coming. You, you, nothing can stop what's coming. And you, you remember the, uh, the one Medal of Honor winner, the, uh, the guy who got the Medal of Honor by, under Trump, and he gave that speech and he said, if you want a fight with the United States of America, if you want to pick a fight with the United States of America, if you want war with the United States of America, someone else will raise your children. Right? We have 3.4 million veterans in the United States of America that all took an oath to uphold the Constitution. I would guarantee you at least 25 to 30% of them 
will bring the arms to save this country. Hmm. Okay. Do you remember that one quote? It's the, it's the ones that just wanted to be left alone. Hmm. It's the ones that just wanted to be left alone. Once you start messing with them, you can never put that back. You can never put that back in the box. And the example I give of this is we're coming in to the vaccine Holocaust season, the 18-month range. I, I hope to God that we're wrong about this. But this is coming from world experts, subject matter experts on vaccinology, virology. Who've who been scientists. right thus far. Who've been right thus far. If we start seeing what we expect to see, this is what we're gonna. This is what's gonna happen. You're gonna have Delta Force Rangers. You're gonna have Force Recon. You're gonna have U.S. Navy SEALs, special operators, retired and active duty, losing family members, wives, children. Those yeah. are the ones that just wanted to be left alone. Yeah, yeah, and um, it's quite obvious to me. They just started jabbing children and um i saw somebody post on twitter that works for a uh, casket company and they said that they got there for the first time in history of running their business they got a bulk order of under five foot caskets hmm. that's uh caskets for children that, that's right under five foot caskets are caskets so. for children and that's sad, man. I mean, that's sad that we even have to talk about this. And you got to wonder, these quarantine camps that we see all over the place, if maybe they're not quarantine camps, but if they're processing facilities for people who are going to die. That's what I thought when we saw that 500-bed uh, camp in Germany, was it? Well, do you remember Alex Jones used to always have those pictures of all the caskets brought in by FEMA? Yeah. I think we know what they're all for. Even though that was a decade ago, they're still around. Mm -hmm. But that, like that, five hundred bed facility in Germany—that's five hundred. They could, if they turned five hundred every few days or every day, every couple days. I mean, they could just be turning people in and out. That could turn into yeah. thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands quickly. Then millions. Well, don't worry, because there's plenty more pandemics on the way. If uh you know, people don't start dying from the vaccine injury. According oh, yeah. to the Gates-funded international organization, Gavi, Global Alliance for Vaccine Immunization, <clears throat> they have identified 11 viruses that have the potential to cause the next pandemic. The COVID-19 pandemic wasn't the first to devastate the world, and it won't be the last. In a new series, we round up emerging infectious threats that we potentially see could erupt into the global pandemics. And we have Rift Valley Fever, at number one. Number two, Hantavirus. The long incubation period combined with the emergence of the new world species causing HPS means that the Hantavirus are becoming increasingly of concern. Another coronavirus. I love this one. Another coronavirus, right? Um, of course. Crimean Congo Hemorrhagic Fever. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that, that's going to be the next one. Uh, Lassa Fever. Marburg's, there it is. There's your Marburgs, everybody, who's been talking Isn't that about. a symptom of the vax? Yeah. Uh, yellow fever. And then H5N1, H7N9, Spanish flu, Ebola, and the Nipah virus. You notice how monkeypox isn't on there. 
I guess that one failed. Their narrative sometimes doesn't get traction. Well, it's actually on the same course that COVID-19 was. This is what mm-hmm. Dr. Saeed Haider was saying last night, that, yeah, that monkeypox some... outbreaks are on the same course that COVID-19 was. Um, and it's not logical. doesn't make any sense that it is. Yeah. And then it's really odd that they say it's uh, uh, the gay people virus. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe that's what it was. It's just like AIDS. They brought the monkeypox out there to eliminate the gays. I don't know. But that was the These whole Fauci. Eugenesis. That was a whole Fauci fraudulent virus too, right? For big pharma to put their drugs out. I don't know. That it was. <laughs> at least in the way I look at it, that's what it seems like. So well, the monkeypox talk- thing's weird. It's the same. The mo- yeah, the monkeypox thing is weird, and I think that um, we haven't seen the end of it. They're gonna pick one of them, or try all uh-huh. of them. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Just stay healthy, y'all. That's all you got to do. That's right. Just stay healthy. Just stay healthy. Can we get an applause? That's That's too cool. I like that. I don't know. I'm going to have so much fun with this. Oh, man. Here. uh, How about this, guys? There. We should be a lot better now. Okay? Sorry. I had my mic. So during the Dark Delight show, they use um, um, high level processing equipment during the show. So my mic has to be way back there because they can pick up like a, a dime falling on the ground. Right. And then they also do the same thing during um, DEFCON 5. So during Daily Dose, though, my mic is typically right here, like right next to me. So. Yeah, sorry guys, I apologize. I wasn't thinking about that. I thought we might have been good, but it's all good. No worries. Much better now. All right. And here's Tom with the weather. We need a weather guy. Everybody's like, much better now, man. Or I can just talk from a megaphone. Right? We, 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 can, we can be like we're on a megaphone. Like, they're turning the frogs gay. <laughs> Alex Jones in his, his car yelling through his megaphone. Yeah, I got some cool sound effects here though. I like. I was like, Vince, should I go in with this one? You're like, no, I wouldn't. I'm like, why not? Why wouldn't I go in? Like, we're anonymous or something, right? You're Hillary. You're Hillary. You're Hillary. My name is Hillary Clinton, and I like babies. I'm gonna have to make that. I'm gonna have to make that one a uh, a button. My name is Hillary Clinton, and I like babies. <laughs> so it's so good to evil. have fun every once in a while, right? Like oh, we've been really high smart. energy the last few days. There's been a lot of information being yeah. put out, and and now it's just I don't know. Let's let's kick back, relax, have a little bit of fun. Oh. Um, speaking of fun, we're having fun. We got the Battle of the Streams going on, guys. If you don't know about the Battle of the Streams, this is where you can help support the Red Pill Project and everything that we do here at the Red Pill Project. Um, alternative media, Vince, myself, Andrea, everything that we got going on. Uh, much appreciated for all the supporters. Right now, we have Yay donated one diamond. You both sound Mava Luzi. Okay. Marvelous. True sounds good. LED donated two ice cream. Thank you so much, LED. And so, yep, we have the Battle of the Streams going on. Much appreciated for everybody who donates. You guys are absolutely awesome. Too much. That was too much. I didn't think it was too much. 
Yeah, McDav gifted a can and said they love the sound effects. Awesome. Thank you so much, McDav. Love the sound effects. That, those are the only good ones I really have, though. I mean, I have a couple for you. I have at least one, I know, that you may well, like. You know, we could imitate that Instagram video that someone made of me. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, then, and then freedom. And, and well, well, the, the Constitution. And, and, and what is it? Did you see that video she made? Yeah, it was, it was awesome. really funny. Yeah. She did. She did Josh's Elvin and the Chipmunks, and so she did like a five-minute segment in one minute. <laughs> it was the perfect, up. perfect section of your rant. Oh, <laughs> uh, so we we talked about Title eighteen of the U.S. Code. This is where you cannot interfere with the the job of the Supreme Court justices or any judge, yeah. for, the, judge for that matter. Yeah. Police have announced a crackdown on protesters outside the Supreme Court justices' homes in Montgomery County, Maryland. The police department will enforce laws against picketing private residences and disorderly conduct during protests. So this is a start, but, I mean, look, we just had this Harvard Law professor call for accosting these justices in the streets, aggressively and, approaching them. And didn't we just have an attempted murder? Which one was that? There was an attempted murder, right? Um, I got, I could pull it up. Where the dude was arrested with a gun outside. Oh yeah, that was at a Brett Kavanaugh's house. Yeah. Brett Kavanaugh. Buffering. We still alive? We're good. We good. We good. We. I don't know why we buffering. We good. Oh, you it's know. okay. Yep, everybody's saying good on their end. Good. All right. So, what else well, do we have here today? I, we got, I think. I think ahead. they're a little bit late on that. They should have been upholding the law as soon as it was being broken. I don't know what the hell they're thinking, but. Okay, well, you I remember guess. Jen Psaki was saying we support the protesters out there, in yeah. front of the judges' houses. So uh, Elon Musk owns MSNBC host after she took issue with him tweeting a Hunter Biden meme. Elon Musk lectured by uh, was lectured by an MSNBC host for sharing Hunter Biden meme on Twitter Thursday, but the Tesla CEO had a delicious comeback. Another video of Hunter Biden was found on his laptop from hell, showing the first son weighing crack rocks and arguing with a hooker. In response, Musk shared a meme of a man wearing a hat covered in cameras, captioned. Hunter Biden, every time he buys crack and hookers. <laughs> um, and then Stephanie Royal says, imagine the positive impact you could have on the world if you just used your extraordinary amount of influence and power to have you spread decency, kindness, and positivity. positively. And then Elon comes back and says, imagine if MSNBC did that too. Whoa. I, you know, I like Elon, man. To a <laughs> Sometimes I do. Sometimes I do. Sometimes he scares me. Yeah, I don't know. That man has a lot of power, though. Mm -hmm. Ivana Trump passed away today of a heart attack just uh, at the bottom of the stairs of her New York City apartment. We were live um, on DEFCON 5 when this happened. We broke the news there. It was interesting because we were talking about um, the deaths that are about to come and people being targeted and how they're going to go after the Trump family. And then this came in. And I was like, whoa, no look at that. Yeah. So it did come out that it was a heart attack, huh? 
Yeah, so they had a call at 911 for a cardiac arrest, and she had fallen down the stairs or came down the stairs uh, to meet the paramedics and had died down there. So our condolences out to the Trump family in their time of mourning. Um, don't know if she was vaccinated or not. Um, this is a touchy one to hypothecate on it, but um, I, I even think that this potentially could be, you know, a hit. Yeah, I do. I don't rule anything out, man. Could I don't either. So it looks like an arrest warrant was issued Thursday for the indicted Colorado clerk who has become a hero to election conspiracy theorists after she allegedly traveled out of state despite a court order not to do so, according to the court documents. But a lawyer for Mesa County clerk Tina Peters has asked the judge to cancel the warrant because she said was unfair of the order before she traveled to the conference in Las Vegas. So basically, Tina Peters was unaware of the judge's order that they made on the same day that she traveled to Las Vegas, telling her not to leave state. Yes. And so the state of Colorado is just playing games and that's what they're going to continue to do because, well, they're, they're corrupt pieces of shit. This whole state is a freaking Gestapo. Yeah. Senator most Ron are. Johnson. Oops, sorry. Go ahead, Vince. Most are. Yep. Most are. Most are. Most are tyrants. Senator Ron Johnson warns evidence now proves Hunter Biden is working directly for communist China. The Biden crime family is slowly being uncovered as more and more evidence comes to the surface. Senator Ron Johnson now warns that Hunter Biden's laptop from hell has evidence that shows that he works directly for communist China. I think the American people deserve the truth on this because Joe Biden is certainly compromised. I heard your last segment there talking about Joe Biden's soft on China policies. There's probably a reason why Joe Biden canceled the China initiative, which was in the Department of Justice a program to investigate China's theft out of intellectual property in our university system, Senator Johnson said in an interview Sunday with um, Sunday Morning Futures. Why in the world would he cancel that? Is it because he knows that China knows all the transactions and exactly what Hunter Biden was involved in? So, no, this is a huge scandal. The American public deserve the truth because it is putting at risk our national security because we have a compromised president who has lied repeatedly to the American public, saying that he's never talked to Hunter about his overseas business transactions. This is a big deal. This is like that right there is Watergate times a thousand. And nothing's happening. It's absolutely insane. I mean, it's that's the problem with the media. I think we have to see some movement with uh, the media before we can see movement everywhere else. Well, you're not going to see the media, the movement with the media. You're going to see the movement with the alternative media. And this is why you guys all should support alternative media. And I know you guys do. You guys are the best audience in the world. They are. I mean. There could be things done. Um, like, Well, there could be. Well, why isn't Ron Johnson filing articles of impeachment on Joe Biden? Gotta wonder. Why isn't Ron Johnson, you know, bringing hearings and investigations on this? Why aren't all of the Republicans in the Senate and the Congress rising up and supporting Ron Johnson on this? Immediately. Imme- yeah, immediately. You know, the Democrats would probably follow suit because they want him out of office, too. Wait, something happened. What happened? Your audio broke. Am I back? No. 
Hello. You sound like a robot. I sound like a robot. Nothing's wrong on my end. Oh, it's good now. That was I weird. think it was just you. Oh, were you listening to the the show? No, no, no. That was something happened. I think you're good now, though. It's Josh Hedrum. Josh That's turned what... into a robot. <laughs> I didn't know if that was on purpose or not, but yeah, we're good. We're good. Sorry about that. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just weird. That's see, that's what it was. It was almost really? no, it wasn't me. But I didn't do anything like that. <laughs> it just did it again. Okay. Uh, I hear a static robot. I yeah, I don't know what happened there. Um, okay. We'll get the glitches out, guys. Don't worry. We got plenty of more shows to do. So. Oh yeah. The moment AOC confronts troll, calling her favorite. Big Booty Latina rep says she wanted to deck him for spewing disgusting garbage okay. on the Capitol steps. He's a comedian, by the way. Journalist. Mm. Oh, Alex? <laughs> kind of, yeah. Is this Alex? Uh, AOC, Alex my favorite Big Booty Latina. I love you. You're my favorite. She wants to kill babies, but she's still beautiful. You look very beautiful in that dress. You look very sexy. Look at that booty on AOC. That's my favorite big booty Latina. I love it. My favorite AOC. Nice to meet you, AOC. Look how sexy she looks in that dress. Woo, I love it, AOC. She didn't look that offended when he did it. She came up, gave the peace sign, but after realizing it was Alex Stein, she came back and was like, oh, that was sexual harassment. What are you doing? I didn't have consent to that. She tweeted out, I was I was going to deck him, but I was being held back or something stupid. Mm, yeah. Hold me back. Hold me back. <laughs> well, I, I give the Nixon. hilarious. <laughs> yeah. AOC, come on. She makes a surprise admission about the U.S. Capitol Police opening the doors on January 6th. Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez claimed Wednesday that the U.S. Capitol Police were opening the doors for individuals who breached the Capitol on January 6, 2021. Ocasio-Cortez made the comment in reference to a comedian, Alex Stein, having posted a video that appeared to troll the socialist lawmaker about her dress and appearance. Authorities never got to the bottom of whether Capitol Police officers were opening the doors, even though we've seen substantial evidence, video evidence, that officers were opening doors, removing barricades. We've even seen some people that were never on the FBI wanted list who potentially were FBI informants go to a locked door. The door is magnetically sealed. By the way, they have those at the Capitol building, magnetically sealed doors, which you will never be able to open them because they're magnetically sealed. He looks up at the camera, as well as a few other protesters that showed up, all covering their stuff, and all of a sudden the door opens. Oh, it's like these people were working for the government or something. Absolutely. Inside job. Yep. Thank you, AOC. Yeah, thank you, AOC. Authorities never got to the bottom of the Capitol Police were opening the doors. There were actual officers working with this, and we never got to the bottom of that, and we never got any answers about that. Ocasio-Cortez said Wednesday, adding that we're not safe at the Capitol. I have no idea what happened to the people on the inside who were very clearly sympathetic with what was going on and opening the doors wide open for that. Um, but we have the video evidence of the police opening the doors. That's the thing. We've seen it over and over and over and over again. So this is going to get interesting. Here we go. 
AOC tells me she never felt safe in the Capitol, citing reports of police and members of Congress working for insurrectionists. Let's watch this real quick. Actual officers, these insurrectionists. Like Antifa? And that there were actual officers working with this, and we never got to the bottom of that, and we never got any answers about that. And then to this day, we're just supposed to pretend that that never happened. I have no idea what happened to the people on the inside who were very clearly sympathetic with what was going on and opening the doors wide open for that. And we're, I'm supposed to sit here and pretend like none of that ever happened. And then right afterwards, you have a massive, you know, you just have this idea that throwing money at that problem is gonna make it go away without any buildings. accountability. And so this is, this is where these things are breaking down. We're not safe. And it's not just about members of Congress not being safe. The Black food staff matter. workers aren't safe. The Black janitors aren't safe. Like, we need to get to the bottom of this. So that's all I got to say. What about Thank you, Congresswoman. Let's get to the bottom. So that was her talking with Alex Stein there. And, you know, it's interesting. She's right. Yeah. We I never got she's... to the bottom of this. And, and we're the investigation into this. Yeah. She's really setting up a good case against the Democrats. Yeah. And the and true insurrectionists. And look what she says here on Twitter. Remember how there were tons of footage and evidence of officers and others inside on 1-6 supporting insurrectionists, but then everyone decided it was too politically risky to investigate thoroughly, so they brushed under the rug, and now we still have no idea who is or what is safe. Now, I understand her perspective and the angle that she's taken with this. We got to remember, socialists are not Democrats, and they will try to hijack that party as fast as human possible, as fast as humanly possible. And I think we're going to see that. I think we're going to see that coming forth here. We're going to see the Democrat Party, Democratic Party, fall to the wayside, be gone and forgotten, and the rise of the Socialist Party here in America. Yes. That, that's what's happened. If you look at, like, Europe, if you look at the progression in Europe, that's exactly what's happening, is either the left or the right party basically... Um, looks at as a massive failure. The party begins to collapse, and you have the Socialist Party, which rises up out of their place. This is where we're headed right now in the United States of America. Scary thought, but yeah. Same place. Vince, you know who this girl is? Uh, I, I can't see it. I have a delay. That's, that's Anna Sergeva, Ukraine's new deputy minister at 25 years of age. She has zero yeah. experience in government or business and never had a job before. Now she is in charge of integrating Ukraine into the European Union and takes home a whopping $63,000 per month salary while on her knees. <laughs> they didn't say that. I <laughs> yeah, this is just what they do. Money laundering 101. Wow. That's it. Yep. I mean, unbelievable. I mean, I wish at 25 I could get a job like that. You can. I was... Um, well, sell your soul. And you'll be uh, taken care of. At 25, I was making $50,000 a year um, and deploying um, every 18 months. Okay. That's okay, though. Secret Service agent has been detained by Israeli police after a physical encounter with a woman. The Secret, Saver, the Secret Service agent who went to Israel ahead of President Joe Biden was first detained then sent back to the United States after an alleged physical encounter with a woman. The agent was detained and questioned by Israeli police, but was not charged before they sent him home and had his access to Secret Service information suspended. In accordance with agency policy, 
His access to Secret Service systems and facilities was suspended pending further investigation. The male off-duty Secret Service agent was with other agents on Monday night in a Jerusalem bar. The woman at the bar interacted with the agent and an argument ensued. During the altercation, the agent shoved the woman, according to the three sources. The woman involved was not injured, the sources said, but she called the Israeli police to report the agent. Israeli police took the agent into custody and notified the U.S. Embassy in Israel, which contacted U.S. Secret Service headquarters. The agent involved was a member of the counter-assault team, a heavy weapons tactical unit of the Secret Service that assists Presidential Protection Division, according to the source familiar with the matter. Um, yeah, well, you know, it's boys will be boys. That's what they do when they go out and they drink. Yeah. It makes me wonder, though, the people who work for Biden, the Biden, Biden, Biden administration, if they're loose cannons. Uh, Possibly. Definitely not the cream of the crop there. But, uh, you know, the Secret Service have always been outstanding members. Um, except the ones that went with Hillary Clinton to South America where they were, uh, you know, taking part in prostitutes and drugs and everything like that. Or the ones that went the, with Joe Biden to Israel or all the other countless other incidences that Secret Service, they're just human beings. Most of them former military. If you're former military, you got a record of fuck up. That's what I say. I, I, I went to captain's mask quite a few times. Did you know that? You went where? So you have non-judicial punishment, NJP, under the Uniform yes. Code of Military Justice. It's like being arrested in the military. I've heard your stories. I'm trying to and you have to go. You have to go in front of the captain or the skipper or or one of the senior officers, the brass. And I've been three times. Oops. Yeah, I had a I had a drinking problem. I liked the drink when we pulled in the port. The problem was is that. Never went to work the next day. <laughs> and right, sometimes the ship left without me. <laughs> that could be a problem. Yeah, you don't want to be that person. You yep, oh, don't want to be that person. You'd have to get a helicopter to fly you back out to find the ship. Not that a happened situation three times. Here. That not not yeah, I I I yeah, it was the same thing three times. <laughs> How bad was the third time? The third time was actually not the the first two times were really bad. I missed shipping. Oh. The third time, I just was late for duty. Okay. And they tried to cover it up. They didn't. It went to captain's mast. And uh, I was I walked in the captain's mast after XO's mast. And uh, all the people I was with that night were officers and senior yeah. enlisted. And they were all in the room at the captain's mast. And the guy that I was with that night, my Liberty buddy, was there with me, who was mm -hmm. just happens to be a JO, a junior officer. And he left me. And so the, the captain starts reaming into me and my, my master chief steps in and goes, we're fucking stopping this debacle. This is absolute bullshit. And he starts, and the captain's like, master chief. And he's like, no, shut the fuck up. He's like, you, 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 you came in late for work the other day. You came in late for duty the other day. You didn't even come back. You stayed at your hotel room, called in. And he starts calling out everybody for all their bullshit. And he goes, you were with him and you left him. Why aren't any of these guys up here? I'm not going to let one of my sailors fall just because you guys are too incompetent. And, and the captain called me back in and said, I try. My, my master chief told me to get out. The captain's like, Petty Officer Reed, stay right there. My master chief's like, get the fuck out. I'm like, okay, I'm out. You listen to the master chief, not the captain. And I got out and he called me back in. He dropped all charges. So, yeah, the last one was 
the best one. And I never fucked up again. Damn. Oops. Yeah, that was an oops. <laughs> Cincinnati federal judge temporarily stops Air Force globally from discharging religious vaccine refusers. This is a, this is a win. We'll see how long yeah. it lasts, but this is definitely a win. A federal judge in Cincinnati has certified a national class law action lawsuit against the entire U.S. Air Force worldwide and issued a temporary restraining order preventing the Biden administration from enforcing the COVID-19 vaccine mandate on any service member who requested religious exemptions. This impacts 8,100 plaintiffs stationed at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base in Dayton, which filed the lawsuit against top military leaders back in February, and now 9,000 to 10,000 service members nationally, according to the attorney that files the complaints, Christopher Weist of Northern Kentucky. Um, and I don't think that this is the one that Tom Rents is a part of, but this is definitely a win for the good guys. Big time. Glad to hear it. Finally. Yep. A little bit. More of that, I don't have please. Any, I don't have any context. Peter Strong. Check this out. We're going we're gonna to check this out. This is a video. We're going to check it out. So here's oh, the Trump case of uh, Trump versus Clinton. And there's a deadline for today for a lot of people to return their answers. Like, a lot. There's a deadline due 7-14-2022, right? There's, oh my god, look at all these names. ABC Corporation. DNC Services Corporation, DNC, Bruce Orr, Nellie Orr, uh, Perkins Coy, Lisa Page, John Podesta, uh, Rod Rosenstein, Adam Schiff, Des Debbie Washerman Schultz, Peter Strzok, Glenn Simpson, Christopher Steele, Michael Sussman. Holy shit, that's by today. Oh, this is getting real interesting, huh? You know... This is interesting, too, because this is Trump's lawsuit against Hillary Clinton about the 2016 election, as well as we get this update from John Durham that he's issued 30 subpoenas for testimony to multiple people. Cash Patel was interviewed by Devin Nunes, where he actually explained that how do you get everybody in to talk about all the crimes that were committed? And John Durham basically just laid this ground to fly everybody in the Washington, D.C. to begin this prosecution of Dushenko. And this is where it's all going to start to unravel. And hopefully it unravels before November. But this is Donald Trump's lawsuit, which these people are just going to ignore. They're all just going to not do anything with it. They're going to ignore this. But it's not going to be in the news. And hopefully it moves forward. But it's interesting that the deadline of that, of all the testimonies for that, was on the same day that I, Ivana Trump died. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Coincidence? So weird. I, I don't think so. I mean, no. when you're dealing with you, Hillary Clinton was named in it. So, I bet Hillary traveled all the way to New York City to do it herself. If anybody smells any sulfur and you're over there in New York, please let yeah. us know. Dude, very well could have been retaliation. Well, yeah. My name is Hillary Clinton and I like. You never know. You never know. Canada approves experimental COVID jab for six-month-year-old children. This is just absurd. I, I mean, unbelievable. Moderna Spikes Vax is now approved in children six months to five years of age, approved by Health Canada. I, I hope people one day look in history look back and say, why didn't those people do nothing? When they were killing the children, we did. We're right here. We're doing something about it now. We're talking about it. 
because we have a level of civility within society to where we go about and we utilize the process of law, we utilize words, we utilize discussions and, and a collaboration of ideas to resolve our problems. We don't just resort to violence. That is always the last stage. But now, it, 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 this is getting bad. This is going to get really, really bad. If they're going, we, they're going to piss the wrong people off. Yeah, they're going to piss the wrong people off. Those people that don't want to be disturbed, the people that just want to be left alone, are about to get incredibly pissed off, especially when young children begin to die because of this. And we're already seeing it in teenagers. We're already seeing it in five to ten year olds. Yeah, and it's, there's no debate. There's zero debate. Yep. So we know that the White House has reopened up the Disinformation Governance Board, brought it into the executive committee ran by Kamala Harris, basically working with big tech. Um, the UN is working with tech media companies and states to address misinformation and hate speech. So they're doing the same thing at the United Nations. This was admitted by United Nations Secretary General Antonio Guterres. And he's introducing a new element into the concept of World Organization Peakkeeping Missions, and that is countering misinformation and hate speech. And this is directly out of Klaus Schwab, the World Economic Forum's handbook. Now, we were just talking about vaccines for a second there. And I want everybody to, to just think about this for a minute, okay? I was on a show with a gentleman who, who is triple vaxxed. And um, he was, we were talking about the geopolitical situation. And he's like, oh, you, the, the vaccines, oh, that's all conspiracy theory. And it's just, it's just, you know, you're, you're making stuff up. It's all fantasy. And I went on a little tirade, but I realized I had to get on with a show. And I was with someone else who was kind of signaling me to go on with the show. And the guy starts talking about China and how China is orchestrating a social economic war against the United States. Right. And we're sitting there talking and he brings himself to the same conclusion. He goes, well, in China, I mean, they're vaxxed, but they don't have the mRNA vaccine. But Russia doesn't have the mRNA vaccine either. And Russia and China are working together. And he stopped. No way. And he, I think he realized at that point moment, like, oh. This is biological warfare. <laughs> we are the ones that got the mRNA vaccine, not China and Russia. China and Russia are making a uh, uh, progression to take over the world. Hello, dude. And uh, I think that he had like a moment of clarity. But I want everybody to see this video that I, I found and check this out. So this is, I know it's a small video, but listen to the audio. So this is a video of anti vaxxers This is a video of anti vaxxers storming children's vaccination center in New York City. And when they get in there, I'm just looking. Oh, my phone. I'm documenting the kids. Don't touch my phone, please. I'm not, don't touch my phone. Okay. okay, no problem. So, everybody in the facility was Chinese. 
Why are vaccination centers for children being run by Chinese people? Not that, not that like I'm racist or anything. My family's Chinese. My 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 wife and my children are my children are half Chinese, and so definitely not racist. But that's odd. That is incredibly odd. Shannon said. Shannon said, "Ding ding, <laughs> <laughs> ding ding, ping ping, ding ding." Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, dude, it's a, definitely an anomaly, and they're probably de- China's probably deeply involved, deeply, deeply, right. deeply involved. Well, we well, know I, I think they are, and I At think that's surprising. And who knows where this all originates and stems from? This could be the fight against the globalists. Like you have to take out the United States of America's deep state before you can actually go out there, right? And and bring about a world order that is nation state derived. Um, we, we talked about this one the other day as well. Panel of doctors warned COVID vax is altering your DNA. This was uh, Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Bartlett and Dr. Simone Gold, where they talked about the, uh, the study. I talked about this a little bit last night with uh, Dr. Saeed Haider. Um, he hadn't seen the study yet, the Sweden study. But this is the, the true threat. This, these are the same doctors that are saying 1.8 billion people are going to die. One-fifth of the vaccinated are going to die. That's a lot, dude. Yep. There is strong support for secession in Texas and other states, according to a survey, uh, USA polling. This is what I've been talking about. I've been saying this since November 2020, that the only way that we're going to get our country back is to end the federal charter, to end the federal contract. And you need two-thirds majority of the states or the states to just start succeeding from the union and um, and garner protections from the other states. And Texas is a big one. It's Texas. The Texas economy is like the like like the 10th largest in the world or something like that. Same thing with like California. They'll be just fine. Well, they'll probably get support from other states. Well, and if they do, I'm gone. I'll, I'll, I'll probably move there. Man. The proxy war with Ukraine versus Russia. Ukraine bombs Russian arms depot using U.S. missiles. Here we go. You, you know, I've been saying this. This is the, the high-mobility artillery rocket system supplied by the United States. That you had the Poseidons, uh, the P-8 Poseidons up in the air, um, basically providing the target information for the sinking of the Moskva right. with the, the Neptune missiles. You have kind of, U.S. That military. Was, that was the first thing that we saw. Well, no, the first thing we saw was actually the drone strike that went into Russian territory and took yeah. out the uh, the fueling oh. depot. And now this is an arms depot that mm. was taken out. And so Russia's not going to have much of this, man. I, and yeah. Russia is a sleeping giant that you don't want to piss off. Yeah, and they've, this is kind of the same thing we've been seeing. Like you said, they had the drone strike, they had the ship strike mm-hmm. with the U.S. data provided, and then they had the first missiles that were sent where they said, oh, it's just, you know, short-range, mid-range, it's not going to go over the border, and the first thing that happened was it went over the border. Strikes in Russia, and then now with the long range, more strikes in Russia right away. And uh, they just got over two, almost $3 billion funneled into Ukraine this week. And for uh, Gumpy out there in Rumble Land, Jason is just working. I talked to him tonight. He is uh, running a business, doing well. We'll try to get him in as a guest host one of these nights. Absolutely, though. I'll let him know that you said hello. Italian Prime Minister Draghi says he will resign later Thursday. So this this is the dismantling of the G8. 
I mean, Boris Johnson, gone. Italy's Prime Minister Draghi, gone. Is Justin Trudeau mm-hmm. next? Very well could be. I mean, this is indications that things are happening behind the scene and that we're winning in a sense, right? Boris Johnson gone, Draghi gone. Or maybe they understand that what comes next, there's no room for them and they're just getting out of the way before the knife comes in their back. I don't know. Yeah, man, if I could, if I could be a fly on the wall and what's happening behind the scenes, mm-hmm. that would be uh, just amazing. I bet. Yeah, and Abi, the Nier Abi. Abi? Right, Shinzo Azi. Shinzo Abe, the Japanese prime minister who just was, yeah, yeah. Something's going on, man. The the war is falling out into the streets. It is definitely happening. A lot of death and a lot of resignations, a lot of movement. Yep. Air National Guard Navy to conduct air-to-air mock dogfight exercises over Oregon. This will be pretty cool, but uh, this is very, very similar to training exercises, which they do all the time. They do it a lot in El Centro, Southern California. Um, It it comes at the same time that the U.S. Navy is deploying armed fleets to help keep the South China Sea open. Now, I saw this and I go, did you see it? Does anybody understand what this means? No. Okay. Navy deploys armed fleet to help keep open South China Sea. See, all right. So the U.S. Navy has been making headlines for prosecuting misgendering pronouns on Wednesday. Sailed a destroyer close to China-controlled islands in the South China Sea, and what Washington said was a patrol aimed at asserting freedom of navigation through the strategic seaway. The guided missile destroyer USS Benfold sailed past the partial islands and continued thereafter with operations in the South China Sea. The operations upheld the right freedom, and lawful use of the sea. The Seventh Fleet said in the news release, such operations are considered key to the U.S. Navy maintaining its presence in the Indo-Pacific region, where China has grown its presence through massive shipbuilding campaigns. And so the Navy is deploying more ships to this area. Do you remember the leaked audio from Lude Media pertaining to the coastal um, provinces of China with the meeting of the generals where they were talking about invading Taiwan before November, but they would have to use the DF-41 missiles to take out the U.S. naval blockades. This is the formation of the U.S. naval blockades. They're, they're getting aggressive and taking an offensive position against China. Defensive position between China and Taiwan. Offensive. Defensive would... It's an offense position. Can't really explain it too much, but it's an offense okay. position. Um, okay. Defensive position would just be kind of what that ship was doing, the Benfold, just being on patrol. An offensive position would be actually forming the blockade. Okay? And this is what they're going to formulize in the next uh, few months is a U.S. military naval blockade between China and Taiwan. It's coming. And then that's when China is going to attack and probably take out try to take out all those naval forces. That would be a disaster. So Hong Kong went back to Chinese control um, not too long ago, right? Uh, about three years ago. Hong Kong unveils COVID quarantine tracking bracelets. Tracking devices will be mandatory for those who contract coronavirus and choose to isolate at home. <laughs> you can't make this shit up. Yeah. And the people who were talking about, you know, 
don't let police use those ankle bracelets. The next thing they're <laughs> going to do is abuse them. I'll shut up, you conspiracy theorists. Here yeah, we are. You damn conspiracy theorists. Well, not only that, <laughs> is did you read the article about the Chinese court system? I don't believe I did. What's happening? So China, China, the China has been incorporating artificial intelligence into their court system for the last three years. And oh. now it has come to fruition. So basically, if you go to court in China and the judge is going to issue a decision, the judge has to consult the artificial intelligence before the decision is final. If the decision is against what the AI has produced. So there's no more juries. It's an AI. And if the judge is going to overrule the AI, it has to explain to the AI why it's overruling it. This is real deal shit. This is like That's minority so report type of stuff. That's oh, yeah. so trippy. Hell no. Let me, uh, I want to touch on, oh, we, we can go to this. Yeah, we'll, we'll touch on that first. Okay, Let, let's touch on that first. Uh, I'm going to go in here. We're, oh, there we go. All right. Oh, happy birthday, Jeff, my former co-host, best friend there. Hey. Jeff's birthday was yesterday. Happy birthday, buddy. Um, Pablo Picasso gifted a can. Megaphone shout out for Kevin. Megaphone shout out for Kevin. Meow. Thank All you. right, McDav gifted a cookie. Cookie fight. <laughs> cookie fight. Cookie fight in Corridor 4. Cookie fight in Corridor 4 on Pilled. Vader369 gifted a can. Much love, you all. My name is Hillary Clinton, and I love beans. That's right. Hillary, I hate her. Oh, yeah. man, so creepy. McDav gifted another can. Much love back absolutely mcdav vader 369 ponlo picasso gump all of you guys thank you so much rpg 3573 donated two ice cream nuggets 420 ny donated one diamond that's that is the guy right there that's birthday boy nuggets 420 mcdav gifted a can much love back patriot bird as well mcdav gifted a ship best alternative media right here thank you so much mcdav you're freaking awesome i love you i love you mcdav i'm not hillary clinton Yay donated two ice cream. Nugget 420. New York donated one ice cream. Big Mamu donated three lemons. Run Derrett, two ice cream. LED, three ice cream. Yay, one diamond. Happy birthday, Jeff. Thank you so much. Yay, Big Magoo. Nugget 420 NY. LED, Run Derrett. And Nugget again, another ice cream. And Alice 4321 just follow. It must be doing something right over here. Thank you so much, Alice. Much appreciated. All right. Yeah, happy this birthday, cool. Jeff. Yeah, happy birthday, Jeff. Roxy brought this to our attention the other day, and I found the clip. I wanted to pull it back out. This crash created not one, but two... Rocket crash on the moon has left scientists baffled. It was first reported in the month of March. Three months on, no one has any idea what this rocket was, where it came from. No country is willing to take responsibility. And adding to the conundrum is the fact that this crash created not one, but two craters on the moon. And this is something unusual, say scientists. A series of claims and counterclaims are being made, but all of them fail to explain this mystery. Now, the interesting thing about this, this is a real event. A rocket crashed into the moon and made double craters. Now, they say it's a rocket because they can't think of anything else that would have crashed into the moon and made two fucking craters. Um, now, here's my problem with this. How come... The United States Air Force, Space Force, NASA didn't track this object heading towards the moon. They didn't come... know it was going to happen? Oh, no, no, no. If it leaves Earth to the moon, they're tracking it. Dude, 
I'm telling you right now, we know everything that leaves this ground on this planet and heads into space. China, United States, and Russia know everything that leaves this planet and heads into space. How come they aren't able to pinpoint who launched this? That's number one. Number two, is it crashed into the moon? So you're gonna launch a you're gonna launch an anonymous rocket to the moon, and then it's gonna fail. You're not gonna announce it ahead of time. To build a rocket that size to launch it to the moon, you're talking about a billion dollars plus, right? So state funded. Okay, but then it crashes into the moon and then bounces and crashes again and makes a double crater? No. No. Here's the thing. I don't even know if something came from space to the moon and exploded. What if it was planted there a long time ago and then just detonated? Possibly. I don't or, know. You know, there's no information for me to go off of except by them saying, oh, a rocket hit the moon. Well, you know my theory on this one? What? It's a UFO. The UFO? We got shot down. Yeah, we shot down, we shot down a spacecraft. Maybe. Space wars. I don't know if it was between China and the United States, a space war that's going on. Your, audio's, your audio has an effect on it. Okay, what about now? Am I better? Hey, negative. It's half robotic. Maybe it's like a plug, a connection. We'll just play some crickets. Okay, are we better now? No. What's going on here? Josh is a robot. Maybe I have to go to the robot place. Josh is the robot again. Josh is the robot again. Robot. Robot. Oh, there you go. Oh, no, no, am I back now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. All right, so my theory is is either this was a space war between Russia, China, United States, or something like that. We have X-37Bs out there. One of them got shot down. It potentially could have been the X-37B, right, doing a moon mission, something like that, got shot down. And why were there two craters in the moon? Maybe two crafts got shot down. No. Think about this. If if something's it was heading towards the dark side of the moon because it's right on the the edge of the dark and the light side of the moon. So let's say that it's headed towards the moon, right? And it's going down. It's already been shot, and they fire another one at it. That missile follows it. Boom, boom, into the moon. I'm telling you, this was an aircraft that was shot down over the moon, and the double crater is indicative that whatever it was, they wanted to make sure it was dead. That's my theory yeah. on this. Well, I hope it was an evil alien or evil yeah. human. Did you see the uh, the new CGI photos from uh, from NASA? You oh, know, guys, yeah, I'm I'm one the I'm one to sit here and believe that these photos are real, but after looking at this, th- this is not real. This is a work of art. This is this is fictitious. This is not real. This is CGI, 100%. Airbrushed CGI. Yeah, it's really shitty. It is really shitty. So I must have me have some malfunctions with that robot voice thing. But anyways, we'll figure it out. You know, guys, as always... I'm Big Mike Obama, and I approve this message. Okay. But... 
Thank you, Gundy, for these as well. No animals, snowflakes, or vaccinated people were hurt in the making of this video. All right. Glad to hear that no vaccinated or uh, any of these people were, were hurt. Snowflakes were hurt in the making of this video. Um, guys, that's all we have for you tonight. I, I appreciate your time. I think we got a few more that came in. There we go. RMUAFC2 gifted a cookie. Thank you so much. And McDav gifted shades. Happy birthday, Jeff. Thank you guys all so much for joining us tonight. Tomorrow night on Conversations on the Fringe, we will have our guest. We're going to be talking about some cool stuff tomorrow. We're going to be talking about Pleiadians. Sarah Breskman, uh, Cosme. Sarah Breskman Cosme um, is a best-selling author of A Hypnosis Journey to Atlantis and the author of The Hypnosis Journey to the Secrets of the Sphinx. Sarah is a master hypnosis level three practitioner of the Dolores Cannon's QHHT and a student of Dr. Brian Weiss, which if you don't know Brian, Dr. Brian Weiss, he did um, Life Between Life Hypnotherapy Sessions. He's the author of Many Lives, Many Masters, a book that I know very well. With a passion to reveal hidden or undiscovered knowledge vital to the enlightenment of humanity, Sarah continues to speak about her work. And so this is going to be a great guest tomorrow. I'm excited about this one. Hey, uh, also shout but, out, you guys, check out Morning Coffee in the morning. We're going to have uh, our Friday funnies and coverage of the morning news at 8.30 a.m. Pacific. Absolutely. Morning Coffee. And then with Morning Coffee, we also have dark to light show so you guys can listen to that when it gets uploaded on podbean much love respect god bless you guys all take care and justice for all good night